welcome to another episode. Today we have a teacher, a new dad, a farmer that's taken on the role, and a childhood friend of mine, and one of the sweetest people that I know. So I would like to welcome in Brendan Fedoski. Thanks, Danny, for having me. Yeah, thanks for letting uh, letting me do this with you. I always feel bad trying to talk people into it and be like, hey, do this thing with me. Um, but I'm glad you said yes. So before we get into everything and all that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, like where you're from, what you're doing, your age, all that good stuff. Well, I'm uh, 29 years old. I'm originally from Grimshaw, Alberta. Uh, proud Grimshaw boy. Shout out to all the Grimshaw people. Uh, I attended Grimshaw High School. Um, I attended Grant McEwen University after that and the University of Alberta, uh, getting my Bachelor of Education. Um, I taught two and a half years at Grimshaw, so I got to close out Grimshaw High School, the same high school I was at, which was pretty cool. And then I got to be the first year at Grimshaw Public School as well, which is probably even more meaningful to me to be able to establish a foundation there and see how things were working, which was awesome. Um, and then I eventually took a leap of faith and uh, moved to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, where I currently live. Um, we'll probably get into a lot that a little bit more later on, but probably one of the best choices of my life. And uh, yeah, just like Danny was saying, I was recently married last year, which was awesome. And then uh, I also have a three-month-old son, too. So very, very new and exciting challenges right now. I was going to say, you have a lot going on. <laughs> Everything all happened at once. Um, okay, so I kind of want to know, oh, what grades? What grades and classes do you teach? Uh, so right now I'm uh, teaching grade 9, grade 10, and grade 12 at a high school. Um, social studies and phys ed, but I've honestly taught everything underneath the sun. So. Yeah whether that's math or science or yeah, yeah. all the crazy okay. courses. But yeah. Okay, perfect. So I kind of want to cut like, I mean, thank you for kind of giving us a quick history there of everything. Um, did you always know that you wanted to be a teacher? Like, how did that all come about? Honestly, no, just just like everyone else in high school, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. I felt like I was just kind of floating out there and um, I eventually asked my teachers like hey like what should I do or what should I go into and they're like teaching you need to do teaching I was like, mm -hmm. okay I guess I'm just gonna follow, just gonna do follow your advice blindly and see how it goes <laughs> and hey like it was probably like the best one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because mm -hmm. I love my career so that's yeah. pretty cool so then what what kind of made you get serious about it? I guess just having that conversation or was it like, like, did it take you a while to kind of like mull the idea over or did you just kind of jump right into it? I honestly just kind of jumped right into it, but reflecting upon like when I was growing up, I was always, I played like even teacher when I was super young, like mm -hmm. I was teaching my little brother and sister, <laughs> like doing little math skills when I was in yeah. kindergarten and grade one and just things like that so I think I don't know if it was always like in my yeah. subconscious or what Could but be. um yeah no absolutely and then it was just it was really just like the support and yeah 
belief that the teachers had in yeah, me yeah, that yeah. really wanted me to pursue it. So it probably solidified it a little bit more for you that they were telling you like, Hey, we see this potential, like you should do this. And then it, that probably made the decision a little bit easier. Oh yeah. It, it was way easier. Like, I, I don't know where I would be in my life without that advice. Like, <laughs> I don't know where I would be, but thank goodness that the teachers believed me and they told yeah. me to do exactly awesome. what I'm doing now. Yeah. I love it. Um, and we were lucky. We had some really good teachers there in high school. So, um, okay. So this is a fun one. It's kind of, we'll, we'll start off with the easier questions, but, uh, what has teaching ultimately taught you? Like, was there anything that you weren't necessarily prepared for or were surprised about once you got into it? Uh, to be honest, like there's so many things that teaching has taught me. Like I think that students teach me probably more about myself <laughs> than I can teach them almost anything about. It's pretty cool. Like even just learning like, uh, like, patience and you have to have loads of patience with teaching which I think goes very well with parenting so far oh, 100%. Um, oh yeah the amount of patience that you have to have <laughs> it's pretty incredible um, and just just like the human side of things is like the biggest thing that teaching has taught me just that everyone has a story yes you don't know that story and especially when you're dealing with with students that you have no idea where they come from mm -hmm. or what they're going through so just always be mindful of that and that has translated just more into my general life as well just, re just reminding myself that everyone has a story and treat yeah. everyone with respect and that will go a long ways with people oh big time because like you don't know what they're dealing with outside of school like you really are only seeing one little spot of it so it's yeah it's nice to hear that you're open to it and I think for the most part most teachers are but it's something to definitely remind yourself of um was there ever a time that you thought about like you know this isn't for me or it's too much or anything like that or has it always been just like this is it I love doing this I'm gonna do this forever uh no not yet at least um <laughs> don't get me wrong like there's there are challenges every single day like whether that's a challenging student or a challenging class or it means it's a, a bad day for me or for the kids or whoever but um you just really try and learn from those challenges and really try and find the bright spots throughout the day that mm -hmm. that will help you get get through that challenge yeah yeah that's probably, probably the the biggest thing with it yeah well and and like it's every day is so different like you're never gonna have two days that are the same so i guess that's a good way of looking at it um okay so now i do want to talk about kind of how you completely uprooted your life and moved to a new province and everything and so how how was that like I know, I know the story about like how it all came about and I think it's amazing that you took the initiative and did it because I know I've known a lot of people that would not have done that and I know I've even kind of been in a position where I, that I was wanting that and it never happened. Um, so yeah, so tell us, tell us a little bit about that. Oh boy, uprooting and moving to a new province. <laughs> 
It was, and so far at, away. Oh, yeah. T- 12 hours is a long ways away. That's for yes. sure. Yeah. But it, uh, it was, it was honestly terrifying. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. It was terrifying. Um, mixed emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, one time it would feel fantastic another time thinking about it it was terrifying but like it was the best decision i've ever made in my life Mm. like um of course like i miss my friends and my family and not being able to see what everyone is doing every day or how they're doing or seeing the little our i guess our our friends kids grow up and things like that but um it's it was fantastic um of course like i've now beautiful wife Meg and my my son Braxton my mm-hmm. good boy Finn like it was it was awesome well you basically but it was like you went there and like that's you got to start your own life there and I think that's the biggest thing with it is that I got to be me for once like yes. it, it was it was great growing like moving back to Grimshaw and mm-hmm. being able to teach in the high school and things like that but being here I get to develop like whoever I want to be yes there there I am so detached from everything else that has gone in my life that I'm able to kind of just blaze my own trail and yeah and I'm I'm actually pretty proud of myself for doing that so far and I would absolutely tell everyone to go go do something like that even if it's not moving across provinces or anything yes. like that maybe you just want to wear a different color one day yeah just yeah do it yeah do you have any advice for someone who's thinking about making such a big move um especially away from like family and friends and stuff like that like what would you tell someone who was thinking of doing it well i think the advice i'd give to someone is just like i said like trust in yourself like Trust mm-hmm. that this is going to be something that is good for you. Yeah. And you will find the good in things as long as you're looking for the good things. That's true. If, so for me anyways, it, it was it was much easier to come to my situation where I had a great family. I was moving by with Meg's family. Like they're mm-hmm. super supportive and helped me and guide me into um, kind of where I am today. But yeah. if, if I was to yeah, give that advice to anyone, just trust in yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think if you have that confidence to do it and know that no matter the outcome, like it's pretty, it's a pretty big thing to do and to just experience that I think more people would do it more often. I don't know. Um, was there any like major difficulties like with the move and especially like going to a new school, like having to kind of deal with that or did it all go fairly smooth? Uh, there's always challenges for sure. Like uh, missing family and friends is obviously number one for me, right. but um, learning a new curriculum in a new province was, was mm. pretty difficult. And I felt like I was going back to university again to, to uh, learn yeah. everything over. Yeah. Um, but I was honestly very fortunate to be in a, in a fantastic school in my first year here. Like great staff um great administration mm-hmm. and even now the school I'm at now is is absolutely fantastic so oh. I've actually yeah it's it's fallen into some good places so it's made it much easier but yeah and the the stars kind of aligned for you because it was almost like you like because how did that go did the job opening up like did that come 
first? Did you see that there? Or were you like, I'm moving and then I'll figure it out. And then the job posting was listed or cause like you were able to just like up and move and had everything ready. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy story in itself. <laughs> I, uh, I ended up coming down here for just to like a meet and greet with some of the superintendents that were uh, at the one of the divisions mm -hmm. and it wasn't supposed to be a job interview whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, basically at the very end of it, they're like, Hey, like we actually have this position of mind for you. We phoned your references. Like you sound awesome. And here you go. So like I was very fortunate for things to kind of align. If I yep. didn't have a, a position, I think it would have made moving a lot more difficult, just leaving a, a career that I already had and going into the unknown. But yep. since that I already had that position here, it really solidified things. Yeah. Well, and it kind of gave you like, you knew that you had that extra support, you had things lined up and ready to go. Like it wasn't like you were just up and moving and oh, I'll figure it out when I get there kind of thing which I mean, helps. Um, no, that's so awesome. And like, and the fact that it's been like such a good move on all parts, like, I mean, it just, yeah, like it really seemed like, I, yeah, we miss you, but <laughs> it seems like things are going so well. So I think that makes it easier for us to see like that you're there and you're doing well and things all worked out. So like, obviously that we're okay with it. I mean, we'll visit when we can. <laughs> um, okay. So now I kind of want to get into the nitty gritty of it because I feel like this is a good time for us to talk about what it's like for you, especially right now with the times, um, with the pandemic and moving to online learning and teaching and all that craziness that's happening. Um, so tell us kind of how it's been as a teacher, like from your side of you, do you have to switch everything over? Like, really? Uh, it's been, it's been really interesting to say the least. Like, yeah, uh, just not being able to see like the students face to face every day is, is so difficult. Mm -hmm. And I, in Saskatchewan right now, it's, they have uh, supplementary learning. So it's not mandatory for every student to be taking this online learning. Okay. And I think that makes it even more difficult because yeah. I worry about those kids that have not signed up for that learning, what, how much they're missing mm -hmm. from school. Um, and just, yeah, moving, moving everything online has just been a whole challenge in itself anyways. Well, yeah, because how did that look then when it all started? Like, did they kind of just one day tell you, like, this is what we have to do? And then, like, are you supposed to send out work to students? just to, so they stay on top of things. Like I can't imagine it's very easy for the ones that are graduating this year. It's not easy for the ones graduating at all. That's probably the ones I, I feel the worst about is that they're missing all those, those milestones those capstones that we mm -hmm. got to experience such as graduation. Now they're unable to, I, I can't even imagine the feelings that they have yeah. or even those, those, grade 12s moving on to post-secondary and yeah. worrying about some of the essential skills that they might be missing out during the last four months that mm -hmm. might prepare them for next year. Um, it, it really hasn't been easy for anyone. I know uh, it hasn't been easy on students or parents. Like I feel for parents every single day. I can't imagine 
trying to maneuver through different teachers and classes Mm -hmm. and especially if you have multiple kids in school like how do you keep track of everything it it can't be easy for them so my heart really does go out to them yeah how like I guess the again how can parents work with you during all this like do you have much contact with parents or is it more of like you just kind of send out links to students, I guess, because they're older. Um, but how can, like, how can they make it so that like your life is easier, but then like, is there anything they can do so that you can make their lives a little bit easier too? So for parents, like I've tried to make it as easy as possible because we all need structure and routine during these mm-hmm. abnormal times. Yeah. So for my students and the parents and guardians of my students, they know that every day, 8 a.m., I'm going to have an assignment and a schedule okay. uh, posted on my Google Classroom for them. Um, and I really, I'm really hoping that that routine and that scheduling will make things a little bit easier for them. Yeah. But honestly, it's, it's trying to keep that open line of communication. If mm-hmm. one of my students' parents are struggling with something or maybe they're feeling overwhelmed about something. I would hope that they would contact me and be like, Hey, this is what I am dealing with. Mm -hmm. How can we figure this out together? Because ultimately we're, we're all a team here. We're working, we're working for the same team. We want to see our, our, like my students and their kids be successful. So, well, yeah, for sure. And, and like, I mean, I'm lucky enough that like Casey is not in school yet, which I am very thankful for. And I couldn't imagine having to maneuver through all that and expect kids to sit. And I mean, I guess once they're older, like kind of the age range that you have, um, it might be a little bit easier to structure things. But like, what's one thing you kind of wish students understood about all of this right now? Like, if you could tell them something, what would it be? I think if if there's one thing that students need to know is that we probably miss them more than they could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, we miss seeing their face every single day, even if it was a challenging day or a fantastic day. But sometimes the feelings that they have, such as being like being overwhelmed or frustrated, mm-hmm. hey, us as teachers, we feel the exact same way. We're in the same boat together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone, it's a lot of emotions that everyone has and no one really knows how to maneuver it. Cause it's not like anyone has done this before. So yeah, like it's kind of a, you figure it out as you go along. Um, do you have any tips for, well, both students and parents for right now to help make things a little bit easier? And I think going back to what I was saying about being overwhelming stress, mm-hmm. try not to get stressed or overwhelmed that, you know yeah. what, if there are skills that uh, the kids miss out on, um, us as teachers, it's our job to catch them up or to make That's sure true. that they will be successful in the future. Mm-hmm. Don't stress out on the little things. It, yeah. it honestly doesn't do anyone any good. And try and take a step back and, and enjoy the time that we have together right now because mm-hmm. I don't know if we're ever going to have an opportunity like this to be able to connect with our families or yes. our loved ones um, that are around us so yeah. really just take that back and it's everything will be okay yeah I love that you called it an opportunity and not like a crisis or 
like kind of putting a negative spin on it. And because it has been an opportunity to look at things a little differently. And I totally felt that this week, like I haven't had this much time at home with Casey and I don't even know when, like probably since he was a baby. And now that things like I'll be going back to work um, this week, I'm kind of now I'm on the other side of things or I'm kind of sad about it because even though it's been crazy and hectic, I really liked having that extra time. So I think parents, yeah, they can kind of feel both sides of things and students too. Like they need to realize that this, you know, as bad circumstances as it is, it's something that they can definitely learn from. Um, so then kind of bringing it back to you, like what's something that you wish people knew about teaching and about teachers right now? Like, if you know, do they need to be a little more patient? Because there seems to be, for the most part, people are acknowledging that, you know, teachers are doing an amazing job. They're really keeping things going. But is there something that you wish they knew that went along with it? I, I really think that people, some people are really understanding what teachers go through every single day during this time of abnormal times that we really have. It's teaching isn't a nine to five job or Monday through Friday and getting summer holidays and all the awesome things that come with teaching. Like there are countless hours outside of school, either marking or prepping or differentiating lessons for students. Uh, decorating classrooms or bulletin boards, supervising mm-hmm. field trips, or in my case, doing lots of coaching. Yeah. And none, none of these hours are really, they're not paid for whatsoever. No. They're, they're done because we want to have the students be, uh, enjoy their times at school or whatever they are doing. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're always constantly wearing different hats. Like I couldn't yeah. believe the, I, I think that's huge. Even like I have a teacher hat on for one minute and next one I have a parenting hat on or a friend yep. hat or, yep. and those hats never come off. Like <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon, I'll be walking around Walmart and I'll see a student of mine and that teacher hat just never, yeah, it never comes off. It's actually pretty cool. Like when you, it's a pretty cool experience when you get to see students outside of the classroom and they still acknowledge you as their teacher and yeah. all the awesome things that come with it, but it, <laughs> those hats never come off whatsoever. Well, and it's like, yeah, like you guys really go above and beyond with stuff and it's, it's insane to me how people like there are, I know there's some people out there that still think like, oh, you know, they just work from this hour to this hour and then they're done. But there is so many extra hours of things and and you're not it's not like you're making overtime when you do that (laughs) no not not whatsoever although I wish sometimes uh but really like overall teaching is it's challenging but it's it is so rewarding like Mm -hmm. seeing I just especially think um sometimes when a student has trouble with a certain concept and then all of a sudden that light bulb moment goes off And I think I am more excited than they are that they finally understood it. And now we, yeah, it's just, it's really, really awesome. It's probably one of the most rewarding professions that I can think of. Mm -hmm. I may be a little bit biased, but that's just my opinion. (laughs) I mean, whatever. Like you've had such a good experience as a teacher and I mean, you're still young, like you're, you're still getting into it. So like, I think that's fair. Um, would you have this 
and I'm going to trick you on this one because I didn't put this as a question, but I just thought of it. Um, what kind of, what's a message or advice or something that you have for someone, uh, especially like, you know, a person who's just graduating or whatever. Do you have any advice for them if they're thinking about going into teaching? I think the, the number one advice is just try and volunteer in a classroom setting just to see if that is something that you are, that you would be wanting. Mm -hmm. um, and also think back on the, the amazing teachers that maybe inspired you to be that teacher because there's probably someone along the way that inspired you to start thinking about going into teaching. Yes. And think about the qualities and the characteristics that that teacher had. And you probably resemble a lot of the same characteristics and qualities that they had. For um, sure. Teaching really goes beyond just like the, the paperwork. It's more like you, you need to be like a very open open and caring person I guess and yeah really understand oh. others yeah and I mean you you have to be a bit of a, a people person as well like you have to want to wake up and go and deal with 30 kids every other hour kind of thing um but it, it is such a and I can totally see it like when you when you hit those milestones with students or when they come to you and are excited about something like you're, you don't get that in any other thing or job, I guess. No, it's, it's actually a pretty cool thing to see. Um, yeah. Or they even come to you and be like, Hey, like I have this problem that I'm going through. Can you help me through that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like that's yeah. where I said, like going through the different hats that we have, like yeah. trying to help them through, through whatever life problem they may be going through too. It's, it's very, very yeah. rewarding. And I guess the other thing too is like, you're never going to be stuck in the same routine of doing the same things over and over and over because every student's different. So every day, every day is going to be different, which I think some people can appreciate. Um, okay. So I want to go into, there was a couple, I opened it up on Instagram uh, for questions if people had for teachers and there's only a couple on here, just because I did it this morning. I should have did it yesterday, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get organized enough. Um, so we'll just, we'll go through them. I'll kind of fire them at you. Uh, okay, so the first one was, who was your favorite teacher growing up and why? Oh boy, that's a tough question. You better hope they don't all listen to this and they'll be like, why am I not the favorite? <laughs> exactly. All four to each other. Can you believe? Yeah. I didn't say this. <laughs> I, it's, it's pretty tough to like narrow down. I, I can think of like a, a definitely a handful of teachers off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Uh, Mr. Conwalk was always there for us. He taught mm -hmm. us uh, phys ed from grade seven to grade 12. Um, always just a, a really caring guy that I that meant a lot to me even when mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to go back and, and teach alongside with him yeah uh, it, it was it was amazing um Miss Harrison as well she was yes. also one of the phys ed teachers and health teacher uh not only did she help me a lot through high school but uh in my first two years of te two and a half years of teaching she really just took me underneath her wing and said let's go like let's oh, do this awesome. i'm going to teach yeah. you the ways um and then uh mr miles of course like he's <laughs> one of my idols and i was gonna models, say so. you better mention him in this <laughs> my god 
I was getting to him. But yeah, no. <laughs> the amount of things that he has helped me with just through, obviously through life yeah. and through my teaching career, like it's, it's amazing. I'll just call him up one random night, be like, Hey, what do you think about this project? And he's like, Oh, that is awesome. Like yeah. maybe think about this, this and this, or oh, I'll have some resources sent to you. Yeah. It's I've had, I've been very fortunate to have some great teachers in my life. Yeah. And it's, they, they really are like one of the, like, they're the most important people in your lives. Like you, cause that's where you grow up and that's where you, like, that's really your first authority figure is like the teachers you have. And then especially once you hit like junior high, high school, they're the ones that are going to kind of help you pave the way. Like it's, it's such an important aspect, I think, uh, to growing up and learning and yeah, you, you guys deserve raises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's actually pretty cool. And when you think about it, like you, students actually spend probably more time with their teachers than they yes. do with their parents a lot of the time because by the time 100%. parents get home, it's yep. five or five thirty, whatever time it is. And yep. by the time you get through teens at night, like I think teachers and just from my experience, teachers play a really important role in, in like mm-hmm. you said, growing students and molding them. Well, and you think about like all like after school stuff, like if they're in sports, like they, they have their most of the time, like their coaches are one of their teachers. So like they're seeing them during the day and then after hours as well. And then you think of like tournaments on the weekend or like anything like that. Like it's, you guys are, it's such a crucial, crucial role. Um, Okay. We're going to go into the next question. How are you connecting with kids with limited internet access? Also, keep up the good work. That's probably the most challenging thing that we are going through, or at least I'm going through right now, is that if students do not have access to technology like Mm -hmm. other students do, how do you still reach them? Um, Right now, what we are doing is I'm preparing like learning packages, weekly learning packages. And we're actually dropping them off. We're dropping them off at their front door. So they don't have to worry about going to school to try and get them. It's literally in the front mailbox for them. And it's, it's all ready for them. I just, I I feel like it is very amazing, but I feel very disconnected from them. If they have a question of concept, it gets hard. Um, So I, do you offer up like your cell number or host number or anything for them to call you? I have in the past. Um, a lot of times right now is that they'll find a way to have access email and right. they will email me with a question, which is a fantastic way. I also have some different apps that I use, such as Remind, where I don't have to give out my phone number oh, that way. Good. So it's yeah. a really it's a really easy way to connect. Mm-hmm. with between students and teachers but it's definitely one of the most challenging uh, ways yeah. to deal with students right now if you don't have technology what do you do yeah, yeah. So. and that's where I think there's quite a few people like in our area just because our like most places if you're not that close to town like your internet is shit so I yeah I feel for people struggling and dealing with that because that's this is not something that you want to have to worry about right now. Um, okay, we'll do, we'll do one more. Uh, as a parent, how can I help teachers with my child's learning? I think just being open and upfront with 
what your child is either struggling with or is finding challenging. Um, sometimes we see things differently than what parents do yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. I think that if parents see something that the student is struggling with or their child is struggling with, that I would hope that they would have that open communication with the teacher and be like, hey, like this mm -hmm. isn't working anymore. Are we able to figure out a different way? Because let's be honest, every single student and every single child learns differently. And it's, yes. it's the teacher job, but as well as the parent's job, we're all on one team to figure this out together to make them successful. And yeah. yeah, that's our whole goal. So. And what about like even managing expectations? Like, because I know some parents probably get a little frustrated, like, you know, you know, why isn't this done or why isn't that done? Like, I feel like they kind of just, they need to almost like sit down with their child and be like, okay, this is what, you know, you're expected to do, or this is what your teacher's expecting you to do or whatever, like just to kind of open things up a little bit more for them. Absolutely. Like I think expectations are need to be clear across the board from parents and from teachers as well. I, I know for my students, I, I explained right from day one of this, hey, same expectations uh, that I have in the classroom are in here. Like yeah. we use complete sentences, we write detailed thoughts and answers, um, which some people still really struggle with, but <laughs> the same, the same expectations that I have in my classroom, I still expect them online because when we get back to our new normal, whatever that looks like, yeah. I'm going to have the same expectations. So they need to go back to that. So it, it's really easier for everyone. If I just have that, those same, those same expectations throughout. Mm -hmm. And just keep it linear across everything like just this is we're not you're not slacking off just because this is what we're doing um and I, and I think too like it's it's been a bit of an eye-opener for parents because they haven't had to play the teacher role and like make sure things are getting done and so I think a lot of them are like oh shit <laughs> this is a lot more difficult than they were anticipating I think Yeah, no, I, I can't even imagine what some parents are going through. Like I yeah. said, like it, it, I'm pretty thankful right now. I have a three-month-old son that yeah. is not in school, so <laughs> don't I don't have, have to worry. worry about that, which is yes. pretty cool. But I, yeah, like it, any final advice I would have for parents is that don't stress out. Yeah. Everything will be okay. Yeah. Um, us as teachers are here to help you, but mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. And, and like I was saying earlier, like, take this as an opportunity to try and, and learn new things or go outside and discover obviously safe protocols, of course, but yes. there's so much to go and do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think they just need to not focus on what their child's not doing and focus more on what they are doing. And I mean, like, I would think most teachers are pretty open for communication. So worst case scenario, like reach out and talk to your child's uh, teacher and just be like, Hey, like they're struggling with this or whatever. Like, I think, I think there just needs to be a good line of communication between everybody at this point. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so before we wrap up then, are there any like online resources that you know of that could help um, support parents or students right now? Like is there anything they can go on to to use as supplemental or 
any links or apps or anything? Yeah, absolutely. There's so many resources out there. It it can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, I obviously think of the the older grades, but uh, the younger grades as well. Like you honestly just go into YouTube and if you are having troubling or trouble with adding fractions, Mm-hmm. There's going to be a YouTube video about adding fractions and, and maybe it'll oh, explain okay. it a different way that the yep. teacher isn't necessarily ex- explaining it. Um, there's a great website I've used before called Khan Academy. Um, it has videos and assignments and tests to kind of um, ensure that the students understand the concepts. And nice. I just find I just find there's so many resources online that will explain the same concept, but just in a different in way. In a different, Yeah. How do you so, tell me how you spell that? Because I'll link it to this episode's um, information. Uh, yeah, it's K H A N and then Academy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it's dot com. I believe so. Uh, it's it's fantastic. They have everything from the younger grades, uh, the primary grades, all the way up to your high school grades. I've used it for my biology twenty class before, but it, it, there's honestly videos for for everything else there nice and especially if like someone is more of a visual learner like it might be easier for them to just watch rather than have someone explain it to them oh absolutely i'm a visual learner and that's the best way i learn um and and really like i'm going to say this as my last best resource is for parents and students if you have trouble understanding something get in contact with your teacher like that is what they're there for and even they will be able to guide you in a way or in an area where you're able to access more resources Mm -hmm. just because they're yeah they'll be able to help you through that situation yeah and I think like if a parent like this is coming from I guess my more point of view is if you're a parent and you're frustrated like make sure you take a deep breath and a step back and don't take that frustration out on like your child or the teacher. Like, I feel like most people would be pretty good about it, but don't like, that is not the time or place to call your child's teacher up and lose your mind on them because you're frustrated with something. Um, Cause I know it can happen, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Hey, we're all on the same team here. Like we just want to mm-hmm. see your child succeed. So exactly. Oops. Okay, so as we're wrapping up then, uh, this is a question I ask everyone that comes on here to kind of play in with the name of the podcast. So how do you like your coffee? What's your favorite kind? Oh, I've gotten into some strong, just some strong Folgers coffee right now. (laughs) Nothing crazy, pretty plain, but the double, double creamer. (laughs) Oh, unreal. I'm not, I'm not totally dad yet. I can't drink the black can't drink okay. the black coffee but yeah. i'm getting there hopefully okay no baileys you don't put baileys in it no oh. not, not yet <laughs> yeah. no. Um, okay i love it and then do you have any high hopes for yourself for this year or any goals oh that's a tough one uh my goal really is just to be able to spend as much time as i can at home with with braxton yes. like I think this is this is a, a blessing for me that I'm able to see him grow and change mm-hmm. every single day, yeah. and, and when we get back to our normal life, like, that I'm able to spend as much time as I can right now because it's yeah. 
that this time isn't we're not you're never going to get it back again no. like you, you only get to see him grow once yeah and especially with him being um so young like because they they hit so many milestones within that first year so to be able to be there and especially like to help and i'm sure meg appreciates it as well um it's definitely got to feel good yeah it's pretty cool you even got to see him giggle for the first time the other day so yeah and it's it, pretty awesome. It does go by fast. Like I still can't believe like I got to register Casey for kindergarten. Like just unreal. Cause I remember him being that small, which is the crazy part. And now he's not. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> well, is there is there anything else that you want to add on or say or just want to say thanks, Danny. Um, you're doing a fantastic job with this podcast and Thank blogs you. and everything else that you're doing. Um, parents, students, don't stress out. Everything yeah. will be okay. We are in this together. And take, just like Danny said, take that deep <laughs> breath and enjoy the time that we have together right now. Because it's probably it. once in a lifetime. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this such short notice. I was kind of like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna see if he wants to. Um, this was good. And I think you gave some really good tips and resources to both parents and students, um, especially right now. They, any, everyone can use as much support as they can get. Um, and yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm just gonna do a quick little plug for my stuff. Don't go anywhere, though because I want to talk to you when we're done. Um, so yeah, so you can follow along with the podcast at Caffeine and High Hopes on Instagram, as well as on Facebook. There is a giveaway going on there right now from some local makers. Um, it's a really good prize pack. So we're doing that once the Instagram page gets to 500 followers. So definitely go on there, follow along, then I can draw for it. There's some really cool stuff on there. And from people that I have had on the podcast and there's a couple things on there that I hope um, I can get them on the podcast to talk about. So I appreciate it. If you liked an episode, if you liked this episode, make sure you rate and review it, follow, subscribe, do all the good stuff. Um, and yeah, and the more people we get on this, the better. And I'm hoping to come up with some merchandise soon, which is super exciting. Um, they'll be available for pre-order. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it and stay tuned for next week.